This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the War Room today. I have another veteran with us today, Bruce. It's great to have you here, brother. I love featuring other veterans anytime I get the chance to do that. So welcome to the show. Thank you for the invitation. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, take us a little bit uh, or tell us a little bit about you so the audience just knows just enough for us to get started. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in a tiny town up in north central Iowa, a little farm community. I uh, grew up in a, in a large farm family. Uh, I have five sisters and a brother. Um, several of us are veterans. Uh, my, I have a brother that's a combat vet. I have a sister that is a, is a veteran as well. Um, all uh, on the on the army side. So, uh, um, <laughs> we uh, um, grew up on a basically on a dairy farm uh, in a small community, um, and you know had a had a uh, small business in the family and etc. So uh, that's kind of the the beginning stages um, from from where I came from. Yeah, nice, very cool. So, you know, that being said, because that's interesting, right? Because, I mean, I grew up on a farm, too. And it's like, uh, there's some synergy between growing up that way, right? And then connection into the military. And then after that, entrepreneurship. And I've done, you know, 300 and some of these things and these podcasts. And it's always this line of pretty clear cut pathways with farm farm kid <laughs> military and then entrepreneurship i mean it's it's amazing um how those connections get made so that being said for you did did you come from a family of entrepreneurs obviously there was the dairy farm but but uh, other than that entrepreneurship and things like that was was that something that was kind of bred upon you as a child? Um, it, it was, and I, I didn't realize how much that made an impact on my life. Um, my parents owned a, uh, a, a small bait and tackle shop um, that was oh, okay. built right onto the, to the house. And, uh, you know, and, and they're, they're, obviously the, the town was only like 800 people. So I mean, everybody <laughs> knew everybody. And sometimes that was good. And sometimes it wasn't, you know, but um, plus they were very, you know, involved, I say they and, and we as a family um, were very involved in other things in the community, you know, church and 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 scouting and all these other things, you know. But it, but back to your question. Um, yes, I picked up a lot of the principles that that I even use today from that time when I was, you know, a, a young kid. And uh, it was it was very impactful. And um even when I was one of those rebellious teenagers, I still learned things that at that time I didn't use. Um, but uh, it, it's, you know, I've gone back to that, um, you know, all the way back to when I was 
crawling on the floor in that, you know, that little bait shop. Yeah, man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing for sure. So, so, so let's kind of go through that journey. So you grew up on the farm and at some point you made the decision to follow a family tradition, probably like I did. Right. And join the military. So you did that part of your life. Um, what led into like, what inspired you into entrepreneurship yourself? I guess that was probably the, the biggest thing. Um, you know, and then obviously the principles I learned in the military and, 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 you know, things that we all are, are taught. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and so once I came out of that, um, you know, I worked various different jobs as I came out and, and, you know, had to pay the bills and, you know, raise the babies mm-hmm. and all those good things, you know? Um, but then I got, I, I spent, I guess probably the, the biggest turning point, um, back to the entrepreneurial world was, uh, I spent 23 years in the insurance profession. Um, and I was mm. most of that, I, I was in management, but yet I was for the, for the most part, I was, um, still entrepreneurial in that sense because I was an independent contractor, most of it. Um, so even though I had a corporate structure, um, and then what happened in, uh, 2009, I believe it was, um, that company went bankrupt and, uh, basically I lost all my renewals and several hundred thousand dollars. Um, that was a hard hit. Um, and, uh, then our son was injured in the military and, and, uh, was bedridden a couple of years, our oldest boy. Um, and so, you know, I had to find something that, uh, I didn't necessarily want to go back into the corporate world. Um, and so um, once we moved from Tennessee to Texas, where we live at today, I came out here and I, I started to talk about a, a, a huge stretch. I actually, uh, on the recommendation of an old friend of mine, um, I started a uh, an exotic jerky company, um, like beef jerky, but it was all exotic flavors, alligator, kangaroo, ostrich, wild boar, and a bunch of other stuff. And built that over about a six, seven year period. Um, from literally from a thousand dollar investment one time to, uh, or I thought I was going to try it. Um, I tried real hard and it, and it worked. So build it up to about a six or $700,000 a year gross, you know, business. And then, uh, there's a long story behind that, but, uh, that, that business, uh, went away eventually, um, because of a, a, a partnership that didn't work out. <laughs> oh man. Um, and, uh, yeah, you probably heard some of these stories, um, <laughs> So there were a lot of lessons along the way, um, but, you know, and, and I'm still to this day, you know, uh, you know, a, a business owner and will always be that way. Um, so it's just once, once it's in your blood, in my opinion, you, you can't, can't stop doing it, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It's amazing. The, the like trials and tribulations, right. That you have oh, to well. go through with business ownership and, it's part of the reason that I, I I love having other veterans on the show because of, you know, there seems to be, well, it's not just veterans. So you take like pro athlete, right? That's another like high performance, like really high performance people. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of NFL players on, a lot of NBA players on, a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. And they have like parallel stories to the military story, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a different thing. Okay. <laughs> right? but, but but it's amazing the you know the resilience that comes with 
people that were like really super high performing for many, many years. And then they make that transition across, although maybe it's not still easy, right? Mm -hmm. But the failure rates are far reduced for sure. And some of that I think is just because of the willing, willingness, you know, not to quit. Right. Cause it's like bred in you to like, man, it's an objective and I can't quit. I got to take the objective one way or another. Mm-hmm. And you'll just crawl there to get it <laughs> pretty, sure. pretty much. You know, I have to imagine that's kind of the way it was with the, uh, it's too bad about the partnership thing. You hear that story like chimed in over and over again for sure. But uh, it's too bad you had to go through that with that that company. Mm-hmm. Um, curious to what the lesson was there for you. Um, a lot of it was just, you know, I'm a very trusting guy. I mean, I, you mm-hmm. know, I trust somebody right out of the blocks until they prove to me that I, they can't be trusted. Yeah. And, so, you know, I, I, I mean, I have a partner today. We're 50-50 partnership in, in, in my, you know, our, our present company. And a lot of it has to do, I just, you know, run with my heart. And uh, do you get hurt sometimes? Yeah, yeah that was a big hurt. Uh, cost me about 400 grand um, mm. <laughs> over a period of time. So, but, you know, you, you just you, you just pick up the pieces and, and you know, and, and move on. You know, you got to put the puzzle back together and, and um I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, just, um, you know, you have to be, I'll use a biblically ter- a biblical term, you know, you have to be equally yoked. Um, it's like a marriage, you know, you, you, you just have to, you know, you have to get rid of that old baggage and, and just, you know, keep moving forward. And, you know, you can either lay down and roll over and, and, and let it get to you, uh, to the point where it just paralyzes you or you, uh, um, you, you get back up and run again, and that's where we're at today. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there isn't a lot of options, um, but I'll, I'll tell you over the last probably 10 years or so that, you know, we, we've seen, this is just my opinion, we've seen less of that resiliency in the marketplace and you know a lot of people just give up mm-hmm. right i mean i always see a lot of the the like startup companies because we i don't work with startups anymore but i used to work with startups all the time mm-hmm. and you know you'd see a lot of quit right before success absolutely you know i mean it was about to bust loose mm-hmm. and just can't handle the pressure, those different things. And I think that's the uniqueness, right? Behind service connected businesses that had service behind them is, well, guess what? When you're over in the box, there's no quitting. No, no. <laughs> you don't get a chance to quit. <laughs> well, you don't. And you, you know, what, I guess some of the lessons I've learned, and I learned these way back when I was, you know, a kid on the farm and the bait shop and all that, you know, we, I mean, we worked when there was stuff to be done. You know, we didn't, yeah. we didn't go, well, it's, you know, 4.59 and I, you know, I'm going to punch the clock and, and leave. And that's okay. I mean, I've, I've done jobs too. So, you know, yeah. I've, I've done all kinds of stuff over the years and, and I've worked for somebody else and I've worked for myself. And I, 
I mean, I personally, I, I was, I worked until three o'clock this morning. I was back up at eight, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and some of the, it's kind of comical because I, you know, I'm, I don't want to sound like old grandpa, but I, you know, I was, uh, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I'm still out here, you know, running and gunning and doing what I do. And, and, and I enjoy it. I love it. And, uh, you know, and some of the young guys is comical because I, they're 20, 30 years younger than me. And, <laughs> and some of them are like, I'm so tired, you know, really. You know, come with me for a couple of days. And, you know, I, I go to bed, I get up and I do admin and sales work and all the other stuff that has to be done to run a business, you know. Yeah. And they're, they're like, I'm going to go home and sleep, you know. Okay, go ahead. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you on Friday. You know? <laughs> well, it's mentality, though. It is. Right? It's, it's how you... You know, it's how you program your own self to, and there again, sometimes that goes back to previous things, right? I mean, Absolutely. I go all the way back as a kid and I always say I must've been seven. I, it's probably not true, but uh, <laughs> it's probably older than that, but it felt like that then, you know, I just remember my dad before school, cause we had at one point like 500 head of sheep right oh, we had a huge huge feeder right mm -hmm. and there again this is from a kid's perspective at the time so it's hard to say how much of this was really what it was right but right. but you know i remember he used to every morning there'd be a scoop shovel stuck in what seemed like the biggest mound of grain you ever saw in your life as mm -hmm. a kid right and shovel out over into the bins, right? Didn't need to. The front end loader was right there. Mm -hmm. That was not the point, though. Yep. The point was it's a it's a teaching lesson of what hard work is, right? Oh. So, and, and I think you know, I mean, I got that bred into me very young in my life. Hell, I remember my dad used to tape bricks on the clutch of the tractor so I could reach the, the clutch. <laughs> I'm laughing because that happened to me. <laughs> so, you know, and it's, it's some, we can influence, you know, what's going on in the business world. There's no doubt about it. We can influence that. Sure. But it comes down to the, Sometimes I think it comes down to the how, right? Of how do you teach somebody without applying the do? It's pretty hard, right? It is. <laughs> well, I think a lot of that has has to do, Jason, with um, they have to want to. You know, yeah. if if they don't want to learn, I, I don't care how much you teaching you do, it's yeah. not going to sink in. And uh, and we have both. You know, you you've been around the business world too. I mean, we. I, I, I'll use one, I won't say his name, but um, I have one young man that he, you know, constantly asks me, well, how do you do this? Or what do you do here? And, and he's doing it because he genuinely wants to learn. He wants to grow. Okay. Right. And he's, he's, I mean, behind the scenes, which I knew there was stuff going on with him in a good way. He's reading books and he's asking questions about the running the business side. It's not just, you know, he, he, he tells me, you know, I own a private security company. He's like, I, I don't want to just be an employee for the rest of my life. And he said, no offense, but I, I want to continue to 
you know, to, to grow. I want to own my own business. I want to do this and I want to learn and, and, and stuff. And we, I mean, he's a young guy and he, he started with me with another company prior to this. Um, and I mean, he started from literally from the ground up and, you know, just doing really mundane stuff. It was boring. I know it was boring because <laughs> I've done it. Um, but, uh, you know, he's learned and learned and learned. He keep, continues to ask somebody like that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to, you know, pour the gas on the fire. I, I have mm-hmm. no problem with that. Um, then we have other people, <laughs> they, they want to, you know, come to work and they might get there on time and they might not. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the flip side of the coin of what I just talked about, they, they don't want to learn. They just want a paycheck on Friday and they're going to do just the bare minimum to get by, you know, mm-hmm. you know where I'm going to spend my time, you know, uh, with that young man that, that really wants to, cause I, I would love to just like I had a, a, a mentor from the time I was like my early days of the insurance trade and had one man that changed the trajectory of my life in a, in a, in a huge way. And it was a, nothing happens by happenstance, you know, mm-hmm. but I had a guy that uh, I met and, uh, and he literally took me down the sales path of, of life and sales is, is a broad term, you know, it can be used in any, any business. Well, it has to be used in any business, but that, that young man's doing the same thing. I, I just happened to be that person for him that hopefully I can make that, you know, that impact um, yeah. that I had that guy that helped me form and change my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I always, always tell people, I mean, if you don't have some kind of mentorship in your life as a business, you have to, Absolutely. It's, it's not optional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we don't know everything obviously, so we should be leaning on people that have already been where we want to go and walk the, path, walk the walk, you know, and, and if you can truly have that, that's, that's huge. Like my neighbor, he's a prior CEO of, of uh, Oracle. And every Monday we have a cigar, a shot and a beer together and we watch a game. Right. Awesome. And I get more out of that time. Right. than. And there again, it doesn't have to be go hire somebody and pay them a quarter of a million dollars a year either, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes it's just people in your own circle that you already know. Mm-hmm. You can just bounce ideas off of, right? Absolutely. And well, they're getting, you know, and mentorship and and, and, and coaching or having a mentor mm-hmm. and, or, and or a coach is, and like you said, it's critically important. But just something that I've learned over the time, you know, is to make sure that you're coach or your mentor <laughs> has actually been somewhere and done something uh yeah. you know they've walked the walk that that you want to walk otherwise it can be a mess you know if you all you have to do is go online and type in the word coach and you'll find a million of them um, but a lot of them are anyway yeah. we're enough of that but <laughs> we've all found those yeah i'm tracking <laughs> <laughs> It's a loose word nowadays. We'll leave it there. Huh? <laughs> I, I love the ones that says Coach Bob. You know, and it's like, yeah. hey, where you been, Coach? Yeah, uh, I actually, because it's a funny story, so I'll tell you it, um, the short version of it. My phone rings one day, and it's a life coach. <laughs> and she sounded really, really young. So I let her kind of go through her little thing, and I was like, okay, how old are you? Right? She goes, I just turned 19. 
And I was like, okay. I'm not, I don't want to burst your bubble here, but the term life coach probably comes with a little bit of life. <laughs> right? Exactly. And I mean, I know doctors get degrees at young ages and all these things, so you can't always, but... But but some things, if you're going to teach people about life skills, you've had to kind of have those life skills, right? <laughs> so, but that's a that's an area that just got totally overpopulated during COVID, right? So, oh, Lord. huge, huge, huge. Anyway, so you know, Bruce, there was a lot of lessons that kind of subtle lessons that we went through there. But for our hardheads in the audience, um, if if you would you know, just have a couple of leave behinds that you could leave behind. Maybe your step one, step two things, two, two biggest things for yourself that you could share. What would those be? Um, one of the things that, that I actually have hanging on my wall um, is, a, is a plaque that, that, and I know this by heart, I'm not looking at it, okay? Because I've read it a billion times. There's a plaque that I have hanging on my wall and it says integrity. <clears throat> it says long-term integrity is worth far more than short-term profit. Short-term profit can be replaced. Long-term integrity never can. So basically do the right thing. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that, that sounds very simple. Sometimes it's very difficult. There's a lot of temptations out there, you know? And yeah. so um, that, you know, integrity is, is everything. Um, if you don't have that, you know, you, anyway, <laughs> um, I could go on for hours and just that one. <laughs> yes, it could. We've all had those experiences. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's a critical one. Um, another one that I learned from a, a bona fide, uh, mentor. Uh, if I said his name, you may know it. I, I, I won't even do that. Um, but I still follow this man have for years as, uh, <clears throat> you can either work in your business or on your business. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people, I still do a lot of things that I probably, if I talked with him, he'd probably tell me, why are you doing that? Why are you not hiring somebody to do that particular task? You know, sometimes we, even at the age that I'm at now and, and I'm still, I've consider myself young, <laughs> I, I still do things that I probably shouldn't be doing, but, uh, you know, uh, there's, it just kind of, anyway, so, uh, yeah. if you're going to if you're going to grow and scale a business, you know, work on your business, go out and market your business and things and you'll, you'll find a way to, uh, staff it. Yeah. It's two very good pieces of advice right there for sure. So no doubt about it. Well, Hey, how do people get a hold of you, Bruce? Um, uh, you know, if we have like people in Texas or just, I assume you're national, how do you want people to connect with you? Um, we do have a website. It's, it's pretty basic. So if you look at it, don't, don't expect, you know, all the big flashy, this and that, but you can look at that. It's, it's, uh, as you can see the name on my shirt, it's Maxon, M-A-C-S-O-N-P-S.com which the PS is protection services, maximprotectionservices.com. You'll see both of us. My business partner is actually a 9-11 survivor. Mm. And uh, he also uh, did 27 years in law enforcement on the, the streets of New York City. And we're both Army veterans and, you know, et cetera. 
You can also uh, reach out to me by email. It's it's real simple, uh, Bruce at maxinps.com. Um, if you want to, you know, call me, uh, I'll I'll probably be the one to answer the phone. Hence, uh, I should staff it, but I just haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's our office number and or uh, dispatch number, so you will hear our, our our voices on the other end a lot of times, but. In my opinion, that's a CEO to be plugged into their business and know what's going on too. But anyway, you can call that number. It's 972-619-7666. Again, 972-619-7666. All right. For all your security needs. There you go. Awesome. We are growing. We are hiring in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, We're not national yet. That will happen, excuse me, when the time is right. But uh, we're, we do a wide range of everything from personal protection to, you know, commercial business and, and uh, uh, multifamily, uh, you know, churches, as crazy as that sounds, to have security in churches that happens and we do it all yeah. the time, um, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Awesome. Well, kind of the, the closing thing here is, uh, you know, for all the million dollar prize here is if you could have had anybody join us today either to listen in or participate dead or alive any point in time in our history who do you think you'd love to have here and why them well, um i've had a lot of great influences in my life so that's that's a <laughs> tough question but i i would because of the respect that i have for them i would say my parents and the reason i say that is uh the the principles were very simple we talked about this in the beginning Okay. Mm -hmm. They taught us stuff when we didn't necessarily want to learn, (laughs) but the the principles were there and, you know, it was like a smorgasbord, you know, it was all there. We just had to want to, you know, pick it up and, and and learn it and use it. And, and fortunately it was there, you know, my dad is 92 and, you know, I still talk to him. Um, He's kind of a man of a few words, you know, Mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't sit and talk like I do. He'd probably say, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but he listens a lot and that's a, that's a key point right there. You know, he, I, yeah. I, I listen to him now um, and go back and I've thanked him a lot of times. My mom's passed and, but I, uh, you know, they're just hardworking, you know, good, solid people. And, and they, they were always givers that that was a huge thing. They always were uh, about service to others. And so that's, I would say them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I always look at how like I was raised, right? And kind of raised in there's certain things today that like my folks would have been that those would have been like hard nose, right? right. Or that's how they taught you, right? Okay. And we were flying back because we had a we've got some NFL clients and we did a hosted a camp in Arizona for them and we're flying back from Arizona and coming into Den back into Denver and we land the plane and it was taking a while. And my, my youngest daughter's three and she goes, Hey dad, can I go say hi to the pilots? <laughs> and I was, what hit my brain was nine 11. No, you probably can't do that. You know, so on and so forth. Sure. So my own limiting beliefs of what mm-hmm. you can do. And the beauty behind kids, and I'm glad she did it. She like blew me off completely, right? <laughs> and like a hundred percent just blew me off. Mm-hmm. Spins around, asks the one of the uh, flight attendants, "Would it be okay if I go say hi to the pilot?" 
she takes off up there and comes back like 15 seconds later goes come on all right up they go captain gets out of his chair lets her sit in the chair uh-huh. push buttons do all this stuff and i got a picture of it and i was like man you know what we just need to start dreaming like kids again right <laughs> that's what it is it's, it's asking you know it's just i mean that's what she would have without asking she would have gotten a, a hard no that's it if you don't if you don't ask the answer is automatically no right yeah, absolutely for sure well well hey thank you so much for being here bruce on the show um, appreciate you being here and i always say we all got the same 168 every week thanks for stopping by for 40 here and uh spending some time here and sharing your insights with our audience and our veteran audience as well and if you didn't get something out of that you were asleep so um you there there was plenty of nuggets to get out of that conversation please go back watch it again and or listen again and make sure you pick up all the little golden nuggets on the way brother thank you for your service Thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate you very much. Same as you. I salute you and we'll talk again soon. All right. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode. Next episode.